This is an AMI podcast. So we asked and you answered. Yes, the holiday gift guide for 2023 is here as provided by you. And today we continue from number 25. Welcome to Double Tap's Holiday Gift Guide. Our top 50 picks of the best holiday gifts as suggested by you. Now, here's your hosts, Stephen Scott and Sean Priest. Hey, Sean Priest, how you doing? I'm excited, Stephen Scott. What will be number one? Well, I just the question, I, right? I what don't is, know. What is going to be number know. one? I know I it's too know. exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. You have no idea. I, because I don't know. That would involve you taking some interest in the production of this program, Sean Priest. Wow, that got aggressive. Uh, <laughs> not even passive aggressive, just no, outright just aggressive. aggressive. I don't well do done. passive aggression here. I just happy do aggression. Holidays. <laughs> happy holidays. Oh, speaking of which, should we have some happy holiday cheer? I think we need some happy no. holiday cheer around here. Please. Oh, come on. Everyone loves a bit of a sing song at Christmas. Oh. I love one. Is it something special for me? Is it a doll? Is it a ball? Or is it something for us all? Oh, what do you have? Oh, is that what it says? What do you have? Is it something of your sleeve? Sleeve! One thing's for sure, we know that Sean doesn't have a clue, uh, that's for sure. About anything? No, as long as it's not dog boots, I'm happy. No dog toys are in this, this episode, oh, I can promise no. you. I know, it's a shame, actually, when you think about it. Well, they got the dog boots. Mm. Oh, well. Anyway, back to the singing. Oh, this is nice. So what's in the bag, Santa? Oh, what's in the bag, Santa? Special for Christmas for me. Shall we get into it then? Shall we start Absolutely. at number think... 25, Sean Priest? Oh, Here we yes, go. Please. Oh, oh, it's exciting. Number 25. Okay, so <laughs> that worked. <laughs> can you tell they gave me the keys to the Christmas box? Uh, yes. <laughs> up in the yes, loft we can. And uh, found all the toys. Oh, I'm in such a good mood today. Right, okay, let's get into the top 25. These are your choices in the holiday gift guide, uh, and you can continue to check them all out on the website. We're closing the gift guide for new entries from the 30th of December, but you can continue to read and you can continue to search through that gift guide at doubletaponair.com. Uh, until your heart is content. Is your heart content, Sean Priest? Always when I'm here, Stephen Scott, always. Oh, he's such a liar. Okay, to 25 and Odyssey, the uh, not the band from the 70s or 80s, I think it might have been. Remember that? Native nope. New Yorker? That was a favourite of mine. Uh, anyway, this is the text-to-speech reader. Yeah, you know them, you remember it. Um, text-to-speech reader submitted by Darren. Enhance your next reading journey with the Odyssey. Now, this is clearly marketing speak that's been copied, uh, are a compact, lightweight, easy-to-use text-to-speech reader, features large tactile keys, and generates an incomparably streamlined reading experience. Allegedly. 
Hang on, um, I'm confused. Explain more, please. So uh, this is a uh, device. So we're talking here, not an app, but we're talking here about a physical device that helps you read from anything from letters to recipes or any other kind of document easier. Uh, very simple setup. You can capture and read everything from small text, such as product packaging, all the way up to large A3 documents. And when you're done, you just fold the arm in and then store the whole thing away until your next journey. This comes from Humanware. And uh, you can get the Odyssey text-to-speech reader from there. Oh, so now physical I have, device. Yes, uh, a hardware OCR, if you will. I have yeah. seen this device actually in action. I forgot it was called that. Uh, this is very popular with students. I've seen a lot of mm. university students use this for their uh, materials. It's just so quick and easy to use. Great for education. Um, great for workplace as well, especially if you've got a lot of re- reading to do. And, you know, maybe it was one of the kind of things I would have had, if I'm honest, maybe, I don't know, 10 years, 15 years ago, I would have had one of these kind of things. I used to have, from Humanware, I used to have the Prodigy Duo 20. And that was their first move away from, remember those kind of typical, you call them XY tables, which basically means that there's, yes. a, there's a panel at the bottom or a pad at the bottom, which moves left, right, forward, back. And the camera sits above that pointing down and then what's displayed from that camera appears on the screen in front of you and it would you could just read your book by simply moving this this table around in front of you. But yeah, it was the, a book reader. That's correct. That's right. But then they changed it. <laughs> thank you. But they changed it from that and then you would use a touchpad to move the camera around. So you'd a little touchpad, you'd move the camera around that way. Uh, and it yeah, saved you to just... move the physical book. But it, that didn't seem as popular as the old XY table approach, which I have to be honest, for me, was, was certainly the preferable option. Yeah, it just seemed more natural to do it that way. The other way is just a big screen with a digital pan, basically, the touch yeah. screen. And I, yeah, I mean, it works. There's nothing wrong with it. But yeah, I preferred the old school ones myself. Okay, 24 and Vocaster 1 or 2. Submitted by Michael. Now, for the person who thinks they might want to start a podcast in the new year, Michael suggests the Vocaster line of interfaces from Focusrite for a few different reasons. So once set up, you can rely on it to do its job. That could be useful. I could certainly do with that in my life. Um, Are you referring to me? I'm having with my technology. I think I'll be buying Uh, one of these in the new year. And staff. Well, there is that as well. Um, (laughs) You don't need sighted assistance to set it up. Oh, Hallelujah. Joy. Uh, Auto gain helps you feel comfortable with how you sound when using the vocaster. Uh, that's really cool because then you don't have to worry about levels, right? So that's the thing. When you have these kind of pieces of equipment, you know, there's almost like it feels like some kind of learning curve you have to go through to to get used to it, to get used to the way of, it of working it. Yeah. But the reality is with this, with auto gain, you don't have to worry about that. You plug the microphone in and it handles everything. The whole thing's powered over USB-C as well, so no extra power bricks. You just connect it to your laptop or your computer, and away you go. Uh, you do need a third-party app to keep VoiceOver out of the mix with the Mac. Um, it says uh, Michael says here one or two XLR ports is on there as well, and a few additional features come with the Vocaster Two. Uh, so, so just to make it clear, you get two types of this. You get one a Vocaster One, a Vocaster Two. Vocaster One is really built for the person who's on their own who's going to be doing lots of interviews perhaps over Zoom or Teams or whatever, right? Maybe using a platform like CleanFeed or whatever it might be. But if you have someone with you physically in the room with you who's going to be using a microphone as well, the Vocaster 2 is good for that. But it's also good to note that the Vocaster 2, I think, has the has the Bluetooth option as well, so you can connect your phone to it. Ooh, uh, so you can nice. do like phone calls and things if you wanted to do it 
that way. So if you're starting a podcast in the new year, it's maybe not a bad piece of kit to get. And there, there was on a deal, actually, during the holidays. Aww. I don't know if it'll still be on a deal in the new year. It probably will be. I need that for my um, uh, my work here, Stephen Scott. Can I put a request in for one of those, please? Uh, you can absolutely ask. Um, Thank you. But uh, I think we all know what the answer is going to be. Absolutely, Sean, you can. Here you go. <laughs> no, okay. Can I just ask, Vocaster, why do they call it that? Because it, it makes me think, oh, this is specifically for voiceover users. Uh, yes, well, it kind of is because, you know, podcast voiceover, I guess. I don't know. Ask them. What do I know? All right, thank you. Such a polite <laughs> response there. Thank you for your answer. I, I didn't get a job in customer service. My first job ever I, I was going know. to be Ask in customer service. And uh, they said to me, yeah, you talk too much. So I got a job on the radio. Kind of worked oh, out, right? It's beautiful. That sounds very good. Vocaster. There you go. And a bit of uh, Stephen Scott history thrown in as well. Yeah. Uh, so thank you, Michael. Great suggestion. Number 23. This is just such a great idea. Such a simple idea as well, but powerful one. And, you know, it has absolutely become the thing, for me anyway, of 2023 that I have gotten used to. Oh. A lanyard for my phone. Oh, oh no. I love a lanyard. No, oh, no, you no. you love a lanyard, Sean. No, you don't. You don't have to love it. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested to see which lanyard in particular we're going with here. So I've actually, not only have I seen, I have actually felt this uh, particular lanyard by the person who has submitted it. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> did I respond to that? I, 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 I did, but I decided against saying what I was going to say. So please <laughs> for, carry on. For legal reasons, we decided <laughs> to, yeah. Um, so, uh, yes, Tim, who has suggested this, uh, has a phone lanyard. He submitted it in the list, but Tim and I met earlier in the year at a famous chicken restaurant and um, we were having a chat and he was talking about his phone lanyard. And I have to say, the way, the best way I can describe this is a rope tied around his neck. That is honestly the best way to describe <laughs> <High tech>. this. <laughs> a bit of string with a knot in it. No, because it's, it's quite a thick lanyard. So often, often these oh. lanyards are very thin. Yes, uh, they are. And they can snap very easily or they just they don't feel like they'd last the test of time. But this right. one is. And it also is very long as well. So he has it kind of tied up. But you can have this... Very long as well. So it's great for, let's just say, guys like myself, who uh, perhaps, you know, struggle sometimes with lanyards. You know, they, they don't quite go down far enough. <laughs> it's just like you're being choked by your own it's lanyard. It's a choker lanyard, yes. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Uh, so he's written here, trying to juggle a white cane and navigate using a phone is challenging enough. But a phone lanyard can help by making the phone easy to access and safe from accidental drops. And this one that he mentions as well, and again, the link is in the gift guide. Just search for lanyard. Uh, what you'll find interesting about this one is it can actually hold multiple items. So you could have a couple of things connected to it. It's really good, actually. I love the one he got. Um, it's, just a, it's a really nice... Okay. And it all comes in bright colours as well. So if you have a bit of vision and you can sort of... You need a bit of contrast. Does it come in gold? A bit of bling bling? Uh, I don't I know if it comes in gold, say. but you can, get it in, you can get it in yellow or screaming orange. Why is everything screaming all of a sudden? I like screaming colours. My okay. favorite. I just bought a new Roberts radio, right, for the kitchen because I mm. love my radios. And so I bought this tiny, it's so cool, it's this tiny little Roberts radio. I got it from John Lewis here in the UK and it is so cool. And it is screaming yellow. It is, oh, beautiful. My, my is Everything it? in our kitchen is yellow. Uh, and so the, the radio Ceiling. had to match. Yes, right, yeah. 
just a bit too found. much of an excitement with custard one day. And uh, yeah, can I ask? How do you leave in that? How do you attach it to your phone, or as you stated, other objects? How well, does it actually attach? Well, most phones have got a lanyard capability on them, or you can get cases where you can attach the lanyard through. In which, in which case, with his, it actually comes with this little plastic part, which kind of goes inside the case of your phone. And then the lanyard is kind of fed through the bottom where you would charge the phone up. So you'd have to remove the phone from the case to charge the phone. But when you're in daily use, the the actual lanyard is kind of held in place by this little plastic that pushes through and then connects to the lanyard. So if you imagine, it's kind of like a, it's like a little holder inside the case. The phone then holds that and then poking out of the bottom of the phone where you would normally plug in your charger is a little connector point that you connect onto the gotcha. lanyard itself. Oh, okay. So it feels nice and secure. Basically. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. It doesn't feel like it would ever come off. I mean, obviously, you've got to be careful with it to some degree, but yeah. it seems seems pretty solid. Uh, so thank you for that, Tim. Um, oh, how yeah, about this? Uh, 22 bespoke Braille bling. It's not easy to say. Oh, talking John of bling. This. Yeah, a bit of bling. Uh, so John says, this guy makes custom jewellery and can include Braille dots. Contact the seller with requests. We had him make us two wedding rings both dark silver with gold braille dots spelling out each other's name. Uh, This was from Etsy, and uh, the link to the guy in question is there. He says it cost us £163 for the two. Bargain. It's not bad, actually. Very good. I've got a haunted cuckoo clock from Etsy. Anyway, that's uh, nice. 21. (laughs) Thank you, John. Uh, Orbit Writer. Ah, this is another interesting one, uh, which, of course... Ties into the Braille conversations we've been having this year. Elijah sends this in. He says it's a compact Braille keyboard that has a lanyard. Everybody loves a lanyard. And the lanyard can be hung around the neck. I still want one for my Perkins Brailler. Is that possible? No. Tim's one could handle it, actually, because it's pretty strong. (laughs) Yes, like an anchor chain. Yes, possibly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He says uh, this can control the Orbit Writer, can control up to five Bluetooth devices as well as USB. And it works well with iPhones, Android devices, and even the Apple Watch. It usually oh. connects as a Braille display, meaning you can control your device entirely with the Orbit Writer with the native Braille commands for each platform, but it also supports connecting as a Bluetooth keyboard if you just need to type quickly uh, and cannot get it to connect as a Braille display. Yeah, that's one of the issues I've been having, is trying to get the damn thing to connect to my phone. Um, it seems to be a bit of an issue in iOS 17. I've seen so many... Um questions now with people saying my on-screen keyboard has disappeared because it's saying my braille display is attached uh even though it's not um yeah, right. seems to be a slightly inconsistency there but uh this sounds cool have you used this Stephen? well I, like i say, i'm having all these issues trying to connect it so it's kind of ended up in the drawer i, I will go back to it though in the, over the christmas period because i would like to i don't want to use it i mean it's a good little machine i love the layout of it you know i've, I've tried the orbit anyway anybody who's tried the orbit reader will understand the layout of it, but it's much thinner because it's just the keyboard. Uh, yeah. You've got the up and down, uh, left, right, arrow keys, um, but you've also and you've got the select key as well. You've got the back key, the forward key, all that stuff. But, you know, well, the enter key, I should say, but, you know, that's it really. That's all there is on there. And it's a really, really simple device, very light, very portable. But, yeah, like I said, I'm just having these issues connecting. It's also important to say there are firmware updates for it, so I have done all that. Still having issues, but I will go back to it because I haven't tried it in the most recent updates. And apparently the most recent update to iOS 
I think was 17.2 is the latest one. Yes. Um, at least at the time of recording, that is um, that has apparently fixed a number of voiceover-related bugs. So oh, cool. we shall see. Uh, also, uh, this, as I was mentioning, of course, with the Orbit Writer, it can connect to the Windows system. It can connect to Mac, Linux, Chrome OS as well. Um, but uh, Elijah says, I have had issues connecting it to a Chromebook with Bluetooth. It's great for searching for places in GPS apps, responding to messages or doing other things on the go. The battery life is also extremely good, lasting at least a few days, even with heavy usage. And it's only $99, which is very cheap compared to most other Braille devices. You can get it direct from orbitresearch.com. AT guys, of course, in the States as well. Um, around the world, though, a little bit more challenging to get hold of. But, uh, you know, you can certainly get it directly from orbitresearch.com, wherever you are in the world. So great suggestion, Elijah. Uh, 20, we have a submission from Caitlin, which is Braille measuring cups. Oh, okay. Measuring cups that have Braille and raised print on them. They uh, also have a spout to make pouring easier. Uh, definitely an essential if you're a Braille user and looking for accessible kitchen utensils. And this comes from the BrailleBookstore.com once again. Now, we did get an update from Lena on this um, from uh, the last Holiday Gift Guide episode where we were talking about Braille Bookstore, which does have a store. It's not all about Braille books. There's other items in there. So do check that out. A brilliant suggestion. Caitlin also suggests number 19, Bop It Extreme. Oh, yes! A game! I love Bop It. We used to all play that a few years ago. I haven't tried the extreme version, obviously. <laughs> no, I haven't tried to extreme anything. It's too much for me. I'm an elderly gentleman. You want Bop It, you know, kind of take it easy. Yeah, relaxed. Yes. <laughs> Chilled. <laughs> Bop it, chill. Uh, well, Bop it is, uh, as you say, a call and response game in which the game gives you commands and you must follow them within a short amount of time. If you execute the wrong command or are too slow, the game ends. That's me out. The yep. basic model has Bop it hitting a button, twist it, twisting a knob, and pull it, pulling a handle. The catch is that they are located in different places on the device. However, that's way too easy. The Bop it extreme here we go, has two oh. additional commands, which flick are it. spin it, oh yeah, as a dial type object, and flick it, flicking a switch. And as you play, the commands get faster. There are also additional nodes, uh, modes for increased difficulty, as well as multiplayer modes as well. Now, despite the fact that this is marketed towards children, the game is fun and frustrating for game lovers of all ages. Uh, Absolutely. Caitlin says, I am an adult and still enjoy a good game of Bop It every once in a while. I can also speak for the replayability of this game, as <laughs> I have only beaten the extreme version of Bop It once. The game Ooh. is auditory and tactile, which means it's completely accessible. There is a difficulty mode where colours are called out in place of commands, but if you can't see them, it's like a code-breaking game, which could be fun. I also don't know how the one-on-one -on -one mode works, but there is instructions on the linked webpage for all other models. And she points to Amazon.ca for instructions. So you like this, yeah? Oh, this is fantastic. This is one of those rare products where it's not, you know, it is accessible, but it's not sort of designed that way. And the whole family, I've, we've all played that. The kids played it. We played it. It's really addictive because, well, we're very um, competitive. So we always try to beat each other's high score. The whole family loved this. Totally accessible. It's amazing. I remember this. I had to put games away uh, oh. last year, or maybe a year before, actually, I think it was. Yeah, the year before, we had to put the games away because it was getting a little bit too competitive in my house. Oh, was there fighting? 
A little bit, yes. You could argue maybe a bit too much of the fighting. Uh, so we had to... Uh... What game was that? Was that Monopoly? <laughs> it's it's well known for its aggressive nature. Yes, that's Absolutely, right. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> it was uh, quite unbelievable. Uh, so yes, uh, <laughs> the least said about that, the better, I think. Um, now on to 18, which is Back Tea Pack, submitted by, if you can guess... It's lit- uh, 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 Janine. There we go. Yes, Janine submitted back tea pack, the double-sided backpack that helps with posture and fatigue from carrying heavy tech. The pouches rest on your hips to better distribute weight. The back has padded straps and a piece in the back that connects the two pouches. Lots of pockets inside too. Backteapack.com is where you'll find it. Again, you can find all these items on our gift guide at uh, doubletaponair.com. Uh, these are all submissions by you lovely people. Now, staying on the same theme with uh, Janine, Timbuk2, this is another, uh, this is actually a, a, an accessory case, a three-way accessory case. Now, Timbuk2, and that's T-I-M-B-U-K number two, makes messenger bags and other cool pouches for people who carry or have to carry a lot of stuff. The three-way pouches, including this one and a phone pouch, have two sets of Velcro straps in the back, one fastening horizontally and the other vertically, so you can attach it to just about any backpack, cross-body bag, purse, or other way to carry stuff. The phone can stick out from the top for camera use and stays secure. This sounds like the kind of thing I want, because yes, this is we- always the problem for me. It's trying to find a way of getting the phone to peek out, you know, like the camera can see for, like, yeah, Ira on the move right. and things like that. Yeah, well, I, I find a packet of some sort of sweets, polos if you're in the UK, I don't know, Jolly Ranchers, other uh, other places. I just took that off the movies. Jolly Stick that Ranch. in your shirt pocket, oh. and then you put your phone on top of that. Just so it, just so the camera peeks over your shirt pocket there. There you go, a little tip from me. That is that is absolutely beautiful. I'm, uh, I'm quite impressed by that. Thanks, it doesn't work very well, but, you know, neither do I. But, um, there you go, try it out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Janine, 16, I agree. <laughs> 16, Janine suggests the Versa Slate. Now, this mechanical slate has four lines of 20 cells each. You can braille on one side and read on the other. Uh, the slate can be easily erased with buttons that push the pins down. It's great for taking notes, outlines, and things you just want to jot down. She suggests purchasing the protective case as well to keep your braille preserved should you decide to throw it into the backpack. Uh, there is a smaller version with two lines and 12 cells available as well. Now, look, I have to be honest. This is one of those things I feel you... I I, I just cannot comprehend how I would use this thing. Because I think to myself, the amount of time it would take me just to do what would be needed to do to create Braille on this thing, yeah, I may as well try and find a cure for my vision. Yes, yes. I'd probably find a cure before I figure out how to, to write on this. I think this is clearly something for people who've got into Braille uh, early on. I, I, I'm guessing that because it sounds like this is like super advanced for me. Well, it's not a case of not really super advanced, I would say. More how quickly you can do it. Uh, for us, we would have to think about that. This is for people where Braille is part of everyday living. Yeah, and, and I think it's. Uh, I mean, it sounds like a, a a great useful thing to have. I mean, not just the braille ability, but the, but this slate. <laughs> but yeah, for, for me, I think I would just be constantly having to think about what I'm doing, and it would be slow. But hey, it's not for me. 
Uh, okay, so on to the uh, number 15, actually. This is from Kyler. Now, you might remember Kyler had got in touch with us a while ago with a question about talking watches. Oh, well, yeah. He has suggested one in the list, which is the Five Senses Smart Atomic Talking Watch. So, what is it? It's a unique blend of modern innovation and traditional style. I'm guessing this is marketing, which synchronizes the time with your phone. So it has a two-button layout, which makes it easier for people who don't want to or need to use a four-button model. Uh, This is because you only need to check the time, date, and alarm settings on the watch itself. The watch connects to your iPhone or Android phone over Bluetooth, and you can set up to six alarms with voice reminders, an hourly chime, and a a nap timer. (laughs) 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 Got to make sure you get your ends in there. Uh, (laughs) Using the Five Senses Watches app. Now, with this watch, you never have to worry again about setting the time or date. So... Kind of interesting, right? So it's a talking watch. It connects to the phone, so you don't have to worry about time. You don't have a lot of information on the watch itself, but you have what you need on there, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it sounds like a, a nice sort of halfway house between a smartwatch and uh, you know your dumb talking watch that we've had in the past, simply because you've got the companion app there to do extra things. But a lot of people just want to be able to quickly and easily tell the time. It sounds yeah. great. I know, and, and I think there's there's actually a real conversation to be had about this in the future, about talking watches and, and what kind of watches are out there. Because there's the other side of it, which is we don't always want it to talk either. You just want to know the time. So, yes. you know, the Bradley watch, that works for some people, but not for everybody. Um, because sometimes those ball bearings can get a bit confused, or you can confuse them because, you you know, <laughs> you're feeling around the watch and you end I'm up just moving knocking them. them off, yes, that's so true. So how do you get that to, to work, right? So it's, there's that aspect of it. I just want to know the time. The closest I think I've ever gotten to a really good watch that didn't speak was a Braille watch because those are pretty solid. And they're always yes. quite really well built because obviously the, you you can't move the hands or you don't want to be able to move the hands. So, yeah, I, th- I found those quite good. But it, it, it all depends. But I'd be interested to hear other people's thoughts on this. It's something we'll definitely get into in the new year. This is the the great thing about this list for me. It's kind of it's brought up so many great ideas of things we can talk about in the new year. Basically, making my job easier. I love it. Thank you. You are amazing listeners. Uh, listen, we'll take a short break. We'll come back. We're into the top fourteen uh, next from the holiday gift guide here on Double Tap. You're listening to the Double Tap Holiday Gift Guide Special. Almost at the top ten, Sean. And uh, can you can you guess what might be number one at this stage? I, yes. Do you know what? I've got a, a, an idea, but I'm not going to spoil it yet. We'll see. Give us give us an idea of category. Okay, I'm thinking of a. Um, no, I can't because I'm going to spoil it. No, I'm going to keep it to myself. Okay, all right. I, I'm going to say tech. And I'm going to say an well accessory. <laughs> well, it could be it's definitely dog- going to be tech. Yes, yeah, definitely. I have to say, even gloves. on this, even on this show that sometimes does drift off from the tech, I promise you, it's going to be tech. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. <laughs> Specifically, actual um, smartphone tech. There, I've said it. Oh, okay. All, all right. right. Well, we'll see. see if you're right. Okay. okay. Well, number fourteen is where we continue on our list, and it's Purdy's Chocolatier Assorted Chocolate Braille Gift Box. Oh, I love a oh, Purdy's Chocolatier Assorted good. Chocolate Braille Gift Box. Who doesn't? I mean, what kind of maniac would you have to be not to like that? Hang on, like the biscuits in yesterday's. Does this have um, Braille on the chocolate? Well, 
obsessed with Braille on things. I do. Uh, especially things you eat. Uh, so Caitlin submits this and she says, one of the biggest challenges about traditional boxes of chocolates for those of us in the blind community is the challenge of figuring out the flavours of chocolates in a box. Yes. The yes, assorted it is. chocolate Braille box changes all that because it comes with a grid which has every single chocolate named typed in the order that they are in the box. You can also get access to this information if you're not a Braille user through a, co- a QR code that is included, which you can scan, and it will bring up a screen reader accessible list of the chocolates as well. <gasps> this is genius. This should be number one. <laughs> this is genius. How many times have I bitten into that terrible strawberry cream or chocolate mm-hmm. orange uh, uh, coconut? Don't even tell me. This is genius. I have, Honestly, I... I have not seen you or heard you as animated about anything in this list as this. I'm really excited. I am definitely buying this. I am getting this one. Purdys.com, P-U-R-D-Y-S.com is the address. I love the fact that it's got the QR code. That's brilliant because obviously not everyone can read Braille. Yeah. And and that can sometimes feel a little bit exclusive when you you get it because you think, oh, great, it's got Braille on it. They've thought about that, but what about everyone else? Oh, uh, God, you're uh, never happy, are you, Stevens? Never happy, always uh, complaining. Well, not unless I get some free one cent. Uh, but no, so they, <laughs> uh, actually, in fairness, you should be sending them to Caitlin because Caitlin's the one who uh, put, the, uh, Absolutely. put the ad up. But uh, yeah, so uh, she says they taste good as well. That obviously helps. But this is this is absolutely fantastic. So yeah, um, parties.com is where you'll find that. Number 13 on the list, uh, moving on. Uh, this is submitted by uh, Rebecca Oh, no, actually, this is bit, oh, this, this was not by Rebecca. This is by me. Because I, I, <gasps> I had put a few things up on behalf of Rebecca. Oh, she emailed them in, favoritism. so I was getting confused. Yeah, okay. that's right, yeah. Uh, so, uh, no, <laughs> this is me. I put a thing in the list. This is mine. Energrid Audible Power Bank. Oh. So, as I've said on the website, I am in the market for a new power bank. And whilst I love my Belkin one, and I do... It is not the most accessible. So I thought I'd treat myself to one of these. It's sold in the UK by RNIB, available elsewhere, I think by other names. There are various options here with this, but generally by different names around the world. Uh, but the Energrid, E-N-E-R-G-R-I-D, Audible Power Bank. On the RNIB shop website, it says Energrid power banks can charge an array of digital devices. This power bank uses sounds and vibration patterns to indicate different battery levels. It will also tell you when you've successfully connected with a device or with a power source when being recharged. You can choose between an audible and or a vibration alert by simply pressing and holding the power button for two seconds. Charging starts automatically after connection and stops when the phone or other device is fully charged. The power bank has three USB ports, each marked with one, two or three tactile dots to make it easier to identify. It's got micro USB, USB in, USB-C in and out USB-A. That's not easy for me to say. Well done. It's also supplied with a USB-C to C charging cable, which can be plugged in either way up. So, uh, yeah, that's available from RNIB in the UK. That was my suggestion. uh, Stephen, I used to always say, why do you need an accessible power um, bank at all? Because you can figure it out, right? But I'll be honest, the amount of times I picked up my... Uh, battery pack and it's been flat yeah because it's you know it's got three leds on there that i meant to somehow see so yeah just for that alone making sure you know how much power is actually in your power bank well worth it yeah because the thing that gets me is 
there's no sort of set amount of LED lights. So even if you can see the LED lights, you like how many lights are meant to be on? You know, say three lights come on. Do you think okay, is that is that good? Is that is that top charge? Should it be five? Should it be yeah, three? Yeah. Should it be one? How many in there? Yeah, there's no yeah. clue really. Um, I, I have to say, it's a total side note on this. My favourite moment in an electric car was a friend of mine had an electric car and we'd gone to the charging spot to to charge the car up. And on the dashboard were three lights. And the three lights, one would flash and the second one, you know, so like light one was solid, light two was flashing. It was like being inside a gigantic battery charger. It was brilliant. (laughs) That was cool. I loved that. And I could see the lights, which was even nicer. Uh, but yeah, that's that's quite cool. And you're right. I mean, I think we often try and kind of um, say, "Oh, come on, we can just figure this out." But the problem is, it's knowing what. It's not really so much the the charging of the device because once you've plugged a phone in, for example, it will tell you it's charging, so you know yes, it's charging. That's right. That's not the issue. The issue is knowing how much charge is left in the device itself. Yes, because so you, you can, can always guarantee you, you pick it up just as you're on your way out somewhere. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's only got 2% left in it. It's terrible. Yeah. So great suggestion by me. Um... <laughs> oh, well done. Well Via done Rebecca, I think. That was a suggestion. It wasn't Rebecca. It was me. I was, no, I, what yeah, happened was Rebecca had she, emailed in no. before we... Yeah, no, yeah no, she let told me tell you. you the story. No, so I don't want to know. No, no, let me explain this because, you know, you're going to interrupt me here and I'm, I'm telling you an important story. I don't know why, but I'm telling you. So... <laughs> What happened was Rebecca had got in touch with a number of gifts before we started the gift guide website. Yes. And so I said to Rebecca, would you like me to put your ideas onto the website and sit, yes. to save you doing it? So I would do this for you. Yeah, so it's Rebecca's idea that you but simply... But this wasn't her idea. This was my idea. Well, why did you just tell that story about Rebecca sending in all the emails with the gift ideas? Because she did that as well. Two things can be true at the same time. Well, yeah, but that story's got no relevance then because you actually came up with this idea. It's nothing to do with Rebecca. No, but I'm explaining why I said it was Rebecca's idea. Righto. Thank you, Rebecca. It wasn't Rebecca's idea. It was my <laughs> idea. <laughs> Next. <sighs> Elijah put this one in. <laughs> It wasn't Rebecca, it was Elijah. Uh, number 12 is an app called Blind Square. Uh, yeah, we're getting into interesting stuff here we go. And territory yes. here. So, of course, this is the GPS app for iOS, periodically announcing places around you at intersections as you approach them, as well as your current street. You can also record landmarks, and search for places, and you can track a place and have it periodically announce the distance and direction to that place as well. In addition to that, you can send landmarks and other places to Google Maps, Apple Maps, or Move It to get turn-by-turn or transit directions, or even to Uber as well. Works very well in the background, says Elijah, and you can uh, also control most of its features with buttons on Bluetooth headphones or an Apple Watch app. There are free apps like Good Maps Outdoors, Seeing Assistant Move, and the Soundscape replacements that have many similar features and have their own specific advantages. But so far, I haven't really found something that does quite as much as Blind Square and as consistently good, while also acting as a hub that can send locations to other apps. I've got to say, we don't talk a lot about Blind Square these days, but it is still very much a, a part of people's lives. Oh, it's been around for absolutely ages. And the thing I love about Blind Square is the developer is so up on that he's constantly pushing through updates and working on it he's so involved and uh yeah it's a great great app i will say i do find the the interface a little bit confusing because it can do 
so much. There's so many different options in there. But it is, I mean, it's just something that you should always have on your smartphone. It's amazing. So the other day, uh, my wife and I were away um, and we were, I was walking back to the train station. And I thought, hmm, I had no idea where the, the train station was in relation to where I was on planet Earth at that point. So I thought, okay, I'm going to have to figure this out. And in that moment, I'm thinking, I'm going to have to use a GPS app. Help! Yes. Because uh, I know how well this often works, right? And so yes. I just asked my phone. I thought, okay, do you know what? Let's keep it simple. I'm just going to ask my phone. I'm going to ask the iPhone. So I said, find Edinburgh train station. Edinburgh Waverley is the name of the station. I said, find Edinburgh Waverley train station. And it said, would you like directions? I said, yes. And interestingly, then asked me the question, uh, you seem to use walking directions a lot. Would you rather make that the default? Oh, and I said, nice. yes. So that's ideal. And then it proceeded to direct me. Now, I have to say, it did a pretty decent job. Um, one mistake it made, but to be fair, it's, it's, it's a city and there are a lot of streets. And also trying to work out what 60 yards means in reality can be quite yes. challenging. Um, Absolutely. What's so, a yard? No yeah, idea. and it's like, you know, have I got there yet? And and also the watch kept vibrating at certain points. So I was guessing that was it telling me now's the time to do whatever the instruction was, say 60 yards, bear right or bear left or whatever it was saying to do. But I was trying to kind of understand what these vibrations were meaning. It wasn't very clear. Uh, it got it wrong on one occasion, or I got it wrong. I think I turned early and uh, I was nearly taken to a church. Someone was trying to draw me in. Uh, oh. To say, oh, come in and you know get some uh, you know get some heat, and I'm like, this feels like I'm in some kind of nineteen forties <laughs> movie. All of a sudden, um, no, this is <laughs> just want to get to the train station. It's not salvation I want; it's chicken um, to get to the chicken shop. So uh, yeah, anyway, so got back on path, and that was fine, and it did a pretty decent job. The only thing, of course, is it had a direction in mind that I didn't want to go because the train station has two entrances, and I wanted to go to one particular one. Wasn't entirely sure how to navigate to that on the app, so I just kind of went with it. But I kind of knew where I was going at that point, so it was okay. But actually, it wasn't an overall bad experience. And even trying to find the hotel when we were staying there, found it no problem with it. And I actually found it quite good. So I will say, you know, I think that, that it's going to be, and I feel this, a lot of people talk about this. They, they talk about the, like, having Blind Square running alongside a GPS app. Yes. That's where it can be really useful because you're getting that overlay of all that extra information. Yeah. Absolutely. Can be a little bit overload as well, but um, yeah, that's that's the challenge. That's the reality of our life, right? Yes, <laughs> it is. A lot of information flying around. We've got to try and make sense of all. Uh, but great suggestion there. Uh, thank you, Elijah, for that. Now moving on to where are we? Eleven. So number eleven, and this is not for you. This is for someone else, uh, which I think is actually really nice. Uh, this was submitted by Alex, who says sponsor a Braille book in the Clear Vision Library. So the Clear Vision Library runs a postal lending library of children's books adapted to include the text in Braille as well as the original printed pictures and text. So this makes them perfect for children learning Braille to share with sighted family, friends and teachers and for Braille reading adults to read to sighted kids. The service is free for families and always in need of new books and you can sponsor a book in your own name or as a gift for someone and they'll put the appropriate name in the book and send you or the person you're gifting the book to a certificate with the book's title in picture, in print or braille and photos if appropriate. A different donation amounts are suggested for different types of books, 
starting from £18 to £45 for short chapter books. It's a lovely gift for those hard-to-buy-for people, and you and they will know that the book is being enjoyed by hundreds of children and their families. I think that's a lovely thing. That is. That's a really nice one. It's not all about uh, giving, you know, or, or even buying for yourself, is it? So, it's, you know, it's just really nice to, to yeah. have something that can help other people, and especially blind kids. Uh, clearvisionproject.org is where you can get all the information on that. That's a lovely idea. Sean, it's happening. It is happening. We're here. The top 10. The top 10 is here. Time to find out what the top things are in the gift guide for 2023. Three. That kind of worked. Um, no, no, it didn't. Kind of did. carry on. Okay. <laughs> kind of, yes. Number 10, Why? I am being entirely selfish. It's submitted by me. Oh, or Rebecca. We're not sure. That's definitely me. Okay. You'll know it's me when I tell you what it is. Oh, porridge. It's the table coaster <laughs> oh, for, your, for your porridge. Of um, course it is. <laughs> So the cool way to make sure you don't spill your drink all over the table, I love using mine. It's probably saved me more money than anything else in the past few months. Um, Really simple to use, and you can move it from place to place if you need to without ruining the adhesive. Yeah, that adhesive just does not die. It is. I don't understand that. How how does it not die? Because you know you're constantly, I'm assuming, moving this thing around your desk. No, not constantly, but I have you know on the odd occasion just picked it up and and just off the desk and then boom it back on. Oh, nice sound effects. Thank you. I'm that guy from that their uh, police academy. You are, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, carry on. Uh, honestly, the table coaster is my favourite thing. It is, if, if anybody says to me, what would you buy someone this year? I'm like, do they spill drinks? Yes, buy them this. It will yes. change your life. Everybody spills drink. Just don't be ashamed of it. But yes, this is absolutely, this is one of those things you've been talking about for quite a while now, Stephen Scott, to me, and I still haven't bought it. So, you know, just oh, saying, a disgrace. if anyone wants to buy me a gift, one of these would be lovely. Yeah, well, if anyone would like to send Sean a gift, um, then uh, <laughs> I'm sure you'd find Sean of the Shed Online donations available. Yes. Yeah, kind of thing. Uh, no, this okay, is great. to number nine, and this is submitted by Anexus, who says Audible subscription. That's a good option. Oh, yes. That, now, this is something I do treat my partner to every oh, now and again. Oh. I will buy her a certain set of uh, Audible credits or whatever. True They're crime. Absolutely right. Just to give her some <laughs> ideas of when I annoy her. She loves this. She's got hundreds and hundreds of audiobooks, and Audible is just so nice to use. It's just, it's brilliant, isn't it? And, and the library is growing all the time. And yeah, I think Audible does this so well. And, you know, the book gifting is such a great thing. That's exactly what Anexa says. She says, I think books make the best gift. No matter how many months you choose to, you know, give someone, because you can give it a number of months. You can say like a six months or three months or 12 months you can do as well. That's right. Um, what's great is they can read and keep the books. And uh, she says, it's also a great gift if you enjoy reading, but also busy. Audiobooks make doing tasks so much more interesting. You know, I wish that were true for me. I just don't have the brain to take in I, the book. I get sucked into the book, so I'm like, yes. I don't do anything else. I'm just like, That's oh, right. what's happening? I've got to listen to the entire thing, and I will not listen to an abridged one for some reason. I don't know. I feel like I'm missing something. So I've got to listen to the whole entire thing. I can't put it down. 
See, I'm getting. I think my concentration level has drifted entirely since I found Facebook Watch and Tiki Talk and all those things. Tiki Talk, well done. It's a tech show, honestly. Yes, Facebook yeah. Watch. No, yes. because now it's like you see a movie or, or a series, and it's like I don't know, like a series with eight episodes. You think eight hours? Yeah, eight yes. hours. <laughs> well, who's got time for that? Can we speed it up some way? Could you tell you what? Just tell me what happens. Who who committed the murder? Who committed the crime? Just tell Jumped me. To eight. Yes. Let's listen to the end. Yeah, You're a terrible person. Uh, well, they used to yes. say that about the book, isn't it? It was I can't remember who said some famous person said that they would always read the last page of a book first. So at least if they, if they couldn't like the book, they could just say, "Oh well, that's what happened." End of story, yeah. and just move on. <laughs> Quite a good that's idea. Not a good idea. No, no, it's terrible. Okay, Audible fine. though is a great idea. I totally yeah, thank agree. you for that, Nexus. Elijah suggests, and it kind of stays on the same theme ish. At number eight, the Orbit Reader Forty. Getting to serious oh, Braille displays here yes. in the top 10. Uh, this is a 40-cell Braille display that is much cheaper than most. That is true. Now, while the cells are louder when they refresh than other displays, and they also can take a bit longer, he says, I never have to wait for them when I'm reading, and the Braille is very high quality and easy to feel. He says, I find 40 cells useful when I am doing things on my laptop, such as programming and schoolwork. It can connect with either... Bluetooth or USB and works with Windows, Mac, Linux, iOS, Android, Chrome OS. You can also purchase an extended warranty in case you need it repaired after your first year. I would not recommend using this as a portable display. It is kind of heavy and maybe less dust resistant than the Brilliant, but it is a good display for using it at home or taking to school or work. It is currently $1,699 and they do sell, of course, the 20 cell version for about half that price. The battery life is extremely good, lasting for at least multiple days for me. Orbitresearch.com is where you'll find it. That price point is good. I mean, it's a lot of money, but considering you're getting a 40-cell Braille display, i got to say, Sean, for me, I think that the Orbit, it really has got it right when it comes to the Braille cells. The, the, The firmness of that Braille is so good. Because they call it signage. signage. Yeah, that's right. It is. I I still struggle to try and read any braille. I just my fingers aren't. I know it comes with practice as well, which I don't do enough of. But I still struggle with that. Yeah, but your sensitivity does go later in life, right? So you you don't. It's not going to be as sensitive, especially the way you continually stick your fingers in hot cups of tea all the time. (sighs) Is there a level liquid indicator here? Do you know there isn't? That's not in the list this year. How dare you? Okay, this is my fault. I didn't make the list. Well, okay. But I did, but not, uh, yes, you not did. that list, this yeah. list. Yeah, Rebecca I mean this made list. it, I know. Yeah. Um, I have to say, <laughs> that's a great use case as well when he's talking about programming. If you're trying to debug some code that you've just written, and that usually comes down to a missing semicolon or a mm. missing parenthesis, I believe they're called, um, a Braille display like that is invaluable, and a 40-cell one especially, even more so. So that is a great use case there. It's, Orbit have made a difference, I think. Well, at number seven, and this, uh, I think, is an appropriate place to put this in the guide, uh, the Humanware Brilliant BIX20, submitted by Elijah. This is the compact 20-cell Braille display. It can pair up with up to five Bluetooth devices and can also connect through USB. It also works with all the usual platforms and some versions of Android as well, but only over USB right now with Android. If you use the included case or the more durable executive products case, you can wear it around your neck with a lanyard and use it on the go. (laughs) Uh, He says, I find it very useful for controlling my iPhone when I'm using GPS or quickly responding to texts and doing other things on the bus. 
This display has some built-in features as well, including a text editor, book reader, and book downloader, which supports Bookshare, NLS Bard, and NFB Newsline. And it has text-to-speech as well, which is cool. Uh, the battery usually lasts all day for me, says Elijah. And right now it's $2,000 for people in the States. Just a reminder, the APH Chameleon is a little cheaper and is the same device. In some states, you can get a free Braille display from the NLS, which will be the exact same device, but with restricted built-in features. So, uh, yeah, that device, very popular. And, uh, I mean, the great thing is that you can get it in these various formats and styles, but in the states, you do seem to have more options, which is absolutely fantastic. I love um, the uh, text-to-speech yeah. feature on this that is the well. That is, I mean, I think it's on the BIX40 as well. Um the Mantis Q40 doesn't have speech. And I must admit, I think for me, the Mantis Q40 is the one I would probably go for. But I'm kind of holding on because I feel if they ever do come up with a second edition of that, it's that have probably speech. will have audio in it. And that, that would be quite a note taker, actually. Yeah, think about it. I agree. Uh, okay, on to number six. This is a cool one. If you've got a new computer, maybe a new laptop, or you bought a new keyboard for yourself, well, lock dots. This is the ideal stocking filler submitted by Tim. £2.99 for a pack of six in clear or orange. You can also get to similars in other uh, DIY hardware stores as well. But uh, these are small raised stickers that can be applied to computer keyboards, TV remotes, heating controls, or even on keys to help identify the one you need. Tim says, I personally use them to mark the caps lock key on my keyboard, identify the front door key, and to identify the power button on my CPAP machine by touch. You get them from RNIB. Now, the reason these particular lock dots are good compared to some other bump-ons that I've seen over the years is that they are really good for laptops because they're very low profile, very, very small dots, very easy to feel, um, great sensitivity from them, but it means when you shut down your laptop lid, you're not destroying the screen. <laughs> yes, <laughs> or the screen right. sometimes won't close because, yes. you know, or the, or the keys get pushed on or whatever. That doesn't happen with these because they're very low profile and they just sit really nicely on the keys. But still perfectly feelable. Yeah, if that's the word. Um, yeah, yeah. I will also say, I thought these were a little bit expensive, I'll be honest. And I did look into alternatives, but these really do stay wherever you put them. It's not yeah. like, yeah, if you're using them on your keyboard, I find that alternatives sometimes just flick off or fall off pretty that's quickly. Right. The lock dots, uh, lock dots do not, they are very good. <laughs> Not easy to say, is it? It's not. Uh, okay, we're on to the top five. We're on hey! the top five. Uh, okay, so Tim again has submitted this Lego Braille bricks. Oh, for the children and the grown-up children as well, like me. We've just ordered some, so we're Have the you? adults buying them. Yeah, yeah, we're the adults buying them. Uh, absolutely brilliant. Uh, you get them on Lego.com. Uh, we did go to the store actually to ask if we could buy them, but they said they were only available online too popular for the stores apparently they can't keep enough in which is quite wow. which says a lot actually and a lot of people saying they're buying them for friends and not blind people just want to have you know just a cool idea so this is really lego have done something quite special here with this i think and uh, yes it's a great suggestion number four the apple watch se2 this is a great suggestion from elijah uh, because, you know, if you're looking for an Apple Watch, you don't have to buy the latest and greatest. This is a great watch to have. Elijah says it vibrates, makes a sound when you get notifications, which is much easier for me to detect than my phone vibrating in my pocket. You can also read notifications with voiceover and even respond to messages and read emails. You can start a workout when you exercise. It'll track your heart rate, distance and other statistics. And throughout the day, it will also track different health metrics about you. 
and you can track your sleep as well. If you connect Bluetooth headphones or speakers to it, you can play music, podcasts, even audiobooks, if you can figure out how to transfer them. In addition, many other iPhone apps have versions for the Apple Watch that allow you to track your calendar and to-do lists, use Lady A, track packages, get directions, check the weather or your compass direction, and much more. The Apple Watch SE is the cheapest Apple Watch and has most of the features of the more expensive models. Currently, it is $249. Great suggestion. Yeah, now we talked about the Apple Watch previously, but I think the the main use for it, apart from, you know, I use it for Watch App, which is a WhatsApp um, Mm. uh, smart watch (laughs) app. App. (laughs) That's difficult to say. Um, But I think if you're looking at something for fitness and health tracking, you cannot beat the Apple Watch. Because, you know, you look at other alternatives that are out there, such as the Fitbit, which is built into the Google Apple uh, smartwatches now. Um, the accessibility of getting to that information and how that works is amazing. And for the price point of the SE, I think, yeah, this is really cool. Number three on our list, the Victor <gasps> Reader Stream 3. Submitted oh. by Darren. Wow, I'm going to say controversial. Well, yeah, it is a little bit controversial, uh, yeah. But yeah. I still think I still think it deserves the place. Uh, featuring a fully tactile interface, the Victor Reader Stream 3 is the handheld digital audio player to enjoy your media content. It lets you listen to books, newspapers, web radio, music, podcasts, and other online resources. Simple to use for anyone who's blind or living with a visual impairment, and the Stream uh, Talking Book Player packs all your media into place and gives 15 hours of battery life, leaving more time to enjoy media content. It's available from humanware.com. And I think the reason I wanted to put it up there quite so high is because it is still an extremely popular device. Still a lot of issues around specific content provision on there. Yes. But that is something which I think the good news is that is something that will be fixed in time. There are certainly plans to get the Audible problem resolved. Uh, TuneIn's just uh, been announced on there as well. Uh, there's also talk of other libraries coming on board over the next year or so. So, you know, this is a device which will keep on giving down the line. But for some people, initially, perhaps, maybe not quite what they were hoping for. But, you know, this is one of those things that it is updatable. So, you know, it over time, it can be... Yeah, that's the only reason. Yes, that's the only reason I said it was controversial, because mm. you're absolutely right. It is a very, very popular. These sell so well when um, when it's on deal, you know, such as Site Village over here in the UK, where there's some sort of on sale. These go, everyone wants these. And you're very keen on these as well. But yeah, yeah. that's the only reason I mentioned there were some initial bugs uh, with this, and they're still being worked out now. I missed the sale on it, but it is going to be something I uh, definitely would be interested in. Look, we're running short of time. We have two left in the list. Number two on our list. Can you guess what it might be, Sean? Uh, An iPhone. (laughs) No, not an iPhone. (laughs) Oh, an Android phone, of course. Not an Android phone. Okay, go on. I'll give you a clue. Lady A. Oh, of course. What was I thinking? Okay, but which one specifically? Well, Elijah says the Amazon Echo Dot is the one that he chooses. Yes. Of course, has all the features that you would come to expect. Uh, even NLS Bard has a skill coming out soon as well, apparently. Um, so lots and lots of stuff that you can do with this. You can control all your smart devices and everything else. The Echo Dot, says Elijah, is the cheapest and smallest Alexa, did I say it, smart speaker, and supports all her features. The newest one even has a temperature and humidity sensor. The Echo Show 8 is also pretty accessible, using the touchscreen and supports Zoom calls and identifying products with a camera 
and more. Uh, currently, it's uh, well. This was at least in the sales for Black Friday, twenty two ninety nine. That price does move around. It's a, a little bargain. Bit. It, it is an absolute it's bargain. A full for what price it is. and not in the sale. It's a bargain. Absolutely. Uh, Sean, we are almost out of time. Sorry. So therefore, do we uh, do we want to get to what number is number one, one number on the list? Number, I want you to see if you can guess what is number one. One. Thanks. I'm going to say the Hable one. Was he right, though? That's the question. Do you know what? You were absolutely bang on. Hey! The Hable One, submitted by Tim. It is the Hable One, of course, the Bluetooth controller for iPhones or Android phones. The simple eight-key layout that allows users to easily navigate their phone and type in Braille. It allows the phone to be left in a bag or pocket while operating the phone. It also provides a convenient way to enter text that can be difficult with dictation or using the on-screen keyboard. Uh, honestly, guys, it's been fantastic doing this. I'm so glad we were able to do this this year. It's been a fantastic guide. I want to thank each and every one of you for sending in your suggestions. Yes. Uh, it has just been wonderful, and I thank you so much. You can search for them all on the website, doubletaponair.com. Just search for Gift Guide when you get there, and you can search within the Gift Guide for everything that we've been talking about here on the guide. But the guide literally built by you. So thank you so much for all your detail as well, because this is going to become such a useful resource for so many people. So I thank you for that. The guide is open till the 30th of December, and at that point we'll close it, but we will be leaving it up there so you can still go and uh, check it out and uh, get all the information that you guys have been sharing. Sean, that's it for the gift guide for 2023. That was beautiful again. Thank you so much. All done by you. Excellent work. Catch you soon. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Bye-bye. So what's in the bag, Santa? Is it something special for Christmas for me? Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Sean of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts.